the sky now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? It's only a few days left of summer. Best get out and enjoy them while you can. Fall is upon us. The zodiac skies are pretty quiet this week. There's no planets changing signs and only two interplanetary aspects of note, um, involving interplanets anyway. Uh, Black Moon Lilith in Cancer, so that point of uh, sexuality as well as witchcraft and magic and power. Uh, Black Moon Lilith in Cancer is forming an exact square with Chiron retrograde now. And so these are, these are slower moving uh, celestial objects. Um, and this square with Chiron retrograde, Chiron the healer retrograde, creates a, you know, a, a space for healing of sexual trauma and emotional wounds. Um, and of course, you know, that's where, you know, that's what helps us get past these difficult uh, uh, experiences, is, you know, the situations. And, and it helps, you know, ultimately liberate one from, you know, from the event and um, and from, you know, out of victim mode. And we never want to, I mean, I've had a couple of things happen to me that, you know, um, uh, one, you know, abuse thing when I was a kid and then, and then another, and then, you know, uh, an accident where I was blown up. So two, or I was, you know, really uh, a victim and, uh, but being a victim never served me well in life. You know, um, we want to do the healing and we want to free ourselves. Then we want to live, you know, well out in the world. And this aspect, um, this, ex- you know, this black moon lows. Now, I, I mean, uh, it's an ongoing process, healing, of course, and I don't know, do, um, we're all works in progress in every respect, but um, um, so this square um, opens up a, a good space for healing and uh, also, you know, for, you know, creating deeper awareness as to what makes you tick sexually. So um, the passage of the sun through Virgo in September will make, our, you know, for a really good time for personal work in that, you know, sexual area of life and and in the trauma area of life, if there's any of, you know, any of that going on in your journey. Um, so a square like this doesn't occur often in astrology. Um, consider taking advantage of it. Um it's always, you know, it's always worthwhile to do work on yourself and give yourself an opportunity to live better, to um, function in, you know, various areas of life better. Uh, I watched the new Elvis movie last night. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to find films I want to watch these days. You know, I can't do the Marvel stuff. No disrespect to people who love that, but it's not for me uh the last movie I was really excited about to go see in the theater was Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Loved that. Was sad when it when it ended. Uh, you know, uh, that being said, you know, this, this film wasn't bad. I mean, personally, I was never a big Elvis fan. He was already a Vegas lizard by the time I came of age as a teen in the 70s. I certainly understood his contribution to the development of rock and roll in the 1950s, though. Uh, he made some very, you know, some seminal records in uh, 1953 to, you know, 55 or 56 before he was 
uh, shipped away in the army. Um, uh, yeah, so he was, you know, he was an important player in the history of rock and roll. And then, you know, and, and so that, uh, he was definitely, uh, important for the development of the rock music that I listened to and loved 20 years later in the 1970s. Um, the movie, you know, was, uh, really captured the effect that Elvis had on women from day one. Um, now he wasn't the first pop star or idol to, uh, you know, have them swooning, swooning in the aisles. However, you know, I mean, Frank Sinatra had the same effect on an earlier generation of girls in the 1940s, um, as a big band singer. And, you know, and then after Elvis, uh, the Beatles, you know, had them screaming in the sixties. I remember being a kid watching, uh, the Beatles on, um, you know, like a little tiny kid watching the Beatles on Ed Sullivan show that first time they came over and the women in the screen, the audience just going crazy screaming. Um, in the 1970s, it was the rock and punk bands who dominated that direct uh, decade who, you know, also got a lot of, uh, female attention, um, as hip hop has been dominant, has been the dominant music genre of this century. Uh, not really my thing, but, uh, you know, those art artists, no doubt have had similar experience over the past 20 years or so, you know, clearly music's musicians have great appeal to females. Um, you know, and if you're looking to attract uh, willing and enthusiastic females, music is the way to go. Evidently, historically, um, now 14% of the male population is six feet or taller, and they also do pretty well with women. Um, worldwide, 5'9 is the average height for a man. So, um, yeah, a great many fe females put tall men on top of their dating criteria. So, you know, one can only assume that tall musicians must do exceptionally well in attracting females. Uh, now, if you're a man, certainly do not go into astrology if you're looking for female attention or to make a lot of money for that matter. Not really any of that going on here. Maybe people who write books at astrolo about astrology might amass wealth, you know, and same, I guess, for those L.A. astrologer to the stars types. But, you know, really only go into this profession for, you know, spiritual reasons, for love of the craft and, you know, with a sincere desire to help people, that's certainly what I'm about, and that's that's really where where you're going to do well with uh, with, the, with a practice like this. Now, you know, the Elvis story didn't end well, and that's uh, you know as often as the case uh, in lives that involve substance abuse. Um, I myself was lying stoned up in a stand dune uh, watching waves roll off the Atlantic Ocean onto the beach at Cavendish when the news came over the radio that uh, Elvis had died. Uh, I was just at the end of my high school graduation, fear and loathing in northern New York and uh, eastern Canada road trip that I took with my high school friend, uh, friend Steve. Uh, so, I, you know, we were lying there and the news came over that king of rock and roll was dead so steve and i toasted the king with our black labels hummed a bar or two of hound dog and you know, that was it it's, you know and yes an icon was dead but it wasn't one we had particular attachment to you know now john lennon's murder a couple of years later that was more shocking and that you know and that uh i mean elvis you could kind of see it coming uh, i mean even you know 
the Lennon murder was something else entirely. And, you know, uh, yes, while the Beatles were before my time, uh, Lennon certainly made some quality solo music in the decade afterwards in the 70s where I was, you know, primarily um, self-actualizing as a person and so also as a musical person. I remember, you know, again, I was with, with my buddy Steve and also... Our pal Dave uh, was with us, and we were watching Monday Night Football, uh, <laughs> smoking some hash and drinking some beers. How we spent most of the seventies and, and watching uh, watching Monday Night Football when Howard Howard Cosell broke from the play by play and you know asked that Lennon had been shot. That's uh, crazy. For me, the one that really hit me was Bowie's death uh, in the in this century. And I mean, I'd seen him perform thirteen times, and all but two of them in those sh- of those shows as a teen in the nineteen seventies. Bowie's albums were the soundtrack of my youth. Uh, a little bit later, Patti Smith and uh, Television were two bands that I, I loved a lot. And then uh, um, some post-punk music afterwards. Um, and then I kind of I moved into other things. Um Bowie lived his best seventies rock star life over the seventy seventies de- decades, and and that was a life we all admired and aspired to back then. It was excessive, decadent, uh, hedonistic, but it didn't destroy him. Maybe it was the Capricorn in him that got him through. You know that, that tough Capricorn energy, the sun energy that got Bowie through that uh, that particular decade. Um. Thoughts and energies out today uh, to the universe for the innocent people of Ukraine being brutalized and terrorized by uh, Putin's imperialist armies, as well as for those in other places in the world also suffering and struggling to live in wartime conditions in their homeland due to attack or invasion by hostile neighboring countries, civil war or terrorist insurgency. And these are countries in South America, the Middle East, Southeast Asia, and right across the continent of Africa. Thoughts and energies also for those young girls and women put at risk and suffering because they were denied abortion health care and rights by the religious fanatics appointed to the Supreme Court in the United States. Um, thoughts and energies for uh, victims and families of gun violence. Uh, thoughts and energies finally for our beautiful home, the planet Earth that she, you know, may she may receive the help, new clean technologies necessary worldwide low birth rates and changes in policy across the planet to get her through a healthy start a healthy state again um this is our home we need to you know look after it try to make conscious decisions every day that benefit the planet i do before we set the table for the upcoming week with the planetary activity for the next seven days let's bring things back to basics i love getting back to basics This is how this astrology stuff works. The planets are always out there doing their thing. You have a natal chart. It's a series of gifts and challenges presented to you at birth. What you choose to do with them is up to you. You have agency in your life. Your natal chart is your celestial blueprint. Through understanding it, you can create an operator's manual for yourself. So there's that. And then there's what's up now. That's where the planets are now and what they're doing. Then there's what's up now for you. And we discover that by superimposing the current transits or placements of the planets in the zodiac on your natal chart. This is why I suggest you have your natal chart in front of you when you listen to this podcast. Now, on to the astrology for the week of Monday, August 29th to Sunday, 
September 4th. Weekly moon cycle. The moon provides an emotion and experience template for us every 28 and a half days or so. The moon is in its waxing phase this week. This phase is good for attracting, developing, nurturing, and manifesting energy work and spells. The moon is going to transit from the cardinal air sign uh, Libra to fixed water sign Scorpio to mutable fire sign Sagittarius to cardinal or sign Capricorn this week. Look at your natal chart and see where those four signs are. See what planets you have in those signs. How the lunar transit uh, affects your chart can give you a good indication as to which areas of life will be highlighted for better or worse for you. Now let's take a look at what the inner planets are doing this week. The sun starts the week at 6 degrees Virgo and will finish up at 12 degrees Virgo. Mercury is 3 degrees Libra and will travel to 7 degrees Libra. Uh, Venus is 22 degrees Leo and will move to 29 degrees Leo. Mars is 5 degrees Gemini and will move to 8 degrees Gemini. Take a look at your natal chart and see where Gemini, Leo, Virgo, and Libra are via house rulerships. You'll be able to see the areas of life that will be affected by the fast-tracking action of the inner planets for you this week. Mercury is getting ready to go retrograde. So now let's go to the more constant planetary energy of the middle and outer planets in the zodiac, as well as some other, you know, some of the other slow-moving, slow-transiting elements in astrology. Jupiter has us considering the bigger questions in life, reflecting on our journey, um, etc. At seven degrees, Aries retrograde. Saturn is bringing the past into the present in some way. At twenty degrees, Aquarius retrograde. Uranus is challenging our existing beliefs on structure and our relationship with convention and with authority at 18 degrees Taurus retrograde. Neptune is deepening consciousness at 24 degrees Pisces retrograde. Pluto is revealing shadow truth at 27 degrees Capricorn retrograde. Chiron the healer is facilitating fresh healing in old wounds at 15 degrees Aries retrograde. Black Moon Lilith is stirring energies of of seduction, opening magical channels, and enabling empowerment at 15 degrees Cancer. Notes on retrogrades. What's going on with these things? Well, outer planet retrogrades relate to deeper matters and are more subtle than an inner planet retrograde like, say, Mercury retrograde. Inner planet and middle planet retrogrades affect the quality of our experience in life. The inner influence of inner planet retrograde is likely to be more intense, while the effect of uh, the energy of a middle planet retrograde will be spread out over a longer period of time. Um, the north node is 15 degrees Taurus. The south node is 15 degrees Scorpio. So the karmic axis uh, runs low to high from Scorpio to Taurus at that degree point. Take a look at your natal chart now and see where those points of Taurus and Scorpio are. Things are percolating there. Now let's put it all together and see how the coming week looks. Monday, August 29th, uh, at 5.45 a.m. Monday, the moon transits into the uh, air element sign of Libra, setting up a creative and harmony-oriented lunar energy tone for early week. The moon aligns with Mercury and Libra Monday, and our thinking and communications take on a gracious, balanced, and considerate air. It may take a little bit of time to get things going, though. Um... 
The moon trines Mars and Gemini Monday, putting thought and design into action. Uh, the same holds true for desire, however, and so that can create a bit of a paradoxical problem. Uh, generally, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, Gemini, Virgo, and Scorpio, Sun, or Rising folk can get a lot done under these energies. Cancer, Pisces, Libra, and Taurus, Sun, or Rising sign, however, might feel, you know, more inclined to just, you know, kick back and, you know, um, in, engage, you know, focus on pleasure and relaxation. Both action and leisure have their place in life, of course, so go with whatever feels right for you Monday, Tuesday. If you do that, quite likely you will be meeting your own true needs at this moment in time. Overall, things should flow pretty smoothly Monday, particularly for air and fire folks. Uh, so, you know, it's it's a nice good vibes kind of day to start the week. Uh, positive energy, positive vibrations. Uh, one of my favorite Bob Marley albums, Positive Vibrations, Rastaman Vibrations, Positive Vibrations. Um, I was lucky enough to see him live, one of my favorite concerts. Had tickets to go see him again and the end of the decade of the 70s, and sadly he uh, passed away from cancer well before his time. Great artist, Bob Marley. August 30th, Tuesday, the moon continues its sojourn through Libra. Um, these are peaceful social energies. Try to get out and have some fun. Um, the weekend also has some nice positive social energies, but uh, yeah, Tuesday, um, good day for that. Uh, August 31st, Wednesday, 1.11 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Um, we have uh, things getting, you know, emotions getting more intense, energies getting more intense as the moon moves into the fixed water sign of Scorpio. Many will feel a need for some alone time Wednesday night. <laughs> it might be a good idea. Thursday, uh, September 1st, new month, um, Mars and Gemini sextiles Jupiter and Aries. Now, this is a great aspect. It'd be a whole lot more, you know, um, helpful if Jupiter were not retrograde. But as it is, it can bring enthusiasm for new, you know, for new projects. Uh, caution against be too quick to say yes and scattering your energy in too many directions, though, or taking on things that you really have no time or bandwidth for. Um, the moon is conjunct the south node in Scorpio and square Saturn Thursday. And this is a dramatic combination that can bring conflict to a head. Another manifesting of these manifestation of these energies is consequences from past poor choices or actions arriving. Uh, do be careful what you say or do now. Uh, bitter feuds are, are spawned under energies such as these. Um, we got some good vibes, and we also sort of really intense uh, moon uh, Scorpio vibes going on Thursday, uh, Friday, September second, six forty p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, lunar energies become more light and playful as uh, the moon transits into the mutable fire sign of Sagittarius, just in time for the last long weekend of summer. Uh, Mercury in Libra is opposite Jupiter in Aries. Try not to take things personally now. That can feelings are more easily hurt with that op, uh, you know, opposition. Um, keep it light. 
Um, Saturday, September 3rd. Don't get bogged down in details. Spontaneous fun is the order of the day as the moon continues to transit Sagittarius. Uh, Virgo sun could have you, you know, squaring up and, and maybe have your wheel spinning. Just relax and allow yourself to enjoy yourself. Um, Sunday, September 4th at 10.03 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, uh, the moon grounds us and focuses our attention toward ambitions and goals for the fall and beyond as it moves into the cardinal earth sign of Capricorn. And of course, that leads into Labor Day Monday. And uh, we've got that Capricorn Earth, which can help us, you know, pack up the cottage, pack up the summer and get ready for the fall. Uh, for daily aspect reports, follow me on Instagram at Duncan Dillamontang. You'll find one posted most days in the story section. I also post astrology reports on the blog on my website. You can find a link for that in the bio of my Instagram. That's it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. I wish you well. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to others and be good to yourself. Music.